The basic idea of encounter therapy was that through manipulating an environment, namely a group environment or a social environment, one could induce powerful, thrilling, and agonizing emotions in participants. Now, it's obvious that this style of group therapy is extremely volatile, but it's important to point out that it's psychologically inflationary as well. New and novel techniques are needed to continue delivering the required emotional kick. The public was beginning to view these groups as cults. Even proponents of the methods would admit that maybe they went too far, that mistakes were made. So Chuck began to experiment with even stranger ways for the members to get their emotional fix. Dissipations were Chuck's first real stab at making a new kind of game, and they formed the basis for all later developments. Dissipations involved marathon game sessions up to 72 hours long and focused heavily on reliving and reenacting childhood traumas. The hallmarks of a dissipation were lack of sleep, hunger, and extended time in extreme emotional discomfort. The next discovery made by Chuck and company was called the trip, which he built on top of the dissipation. Picture this, you're careening from reliving the absolute worst moment of your life to lying flat on your back while jazz music blares before sitting cross-legged next to flickering candlelight as a man in a purple robe looks unbleaking into your eyes and lectures you about Walden Pond. This would go on for days. Trippers would achieve states of perfect delirium. Have you ever been hungry for a long time? Really hungry? Mix that in with weeping and no sleep and forget about using the bathroom. Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, the man funding the experiments on junkies out at Lexington from episode one, oversaw the highly classified CIA project known as MKUltra. We still don't know very many of the details of the program. In the 70s, Sidney was ordered by Richard Holmes of Watergate fame to destroy basically all documentation. Now there were two phases to MKUltra. The first included extremely bizarre experiments, esoteric even, involving hypnosis and hallucinogenic drugs. The second phase was more controversial research into the power of human psychological practices, including what the agency called terminal experiments. These were ones they knew could end in death. The CIA put together their findings and recommendations into the infamous Kubark Manual, a step-by-step -step guide for proper interrogation practices. Inside that report are the gruesome details of interrogation and confinement, waterboarding, sleep deprivation, dosing people with drugs against their will. Now, when Synanon hits the scene in 1958, there was nothing like it in the world. But things changed, and the group's popularity inspired a wave of similar programs that were, oftentimes, run along more professional lines. Chuck despised these splitters for stealing his model, watering it down, and partnering with governments in order to spread this sanitized version of his program. None of them had the spirit of Synanon in them. They thought addicts could be reformed and returned to society. The defections and copycat programs caused him to brood and to figure out ways to prevent it in the future. Drug rehabilitation in America is now a $42 billion industry. The rehab cartels may have evolved past the Synanon model, but the predatory practices and exploitation of patients remain. Programs for adult drug addicts weren't the only offspring of Synanon. The entirety of what is commonly called the troubled teen industry, or TTI, sprang from it as well. One of the first and most prominent examples was a program called SeaDo. In many ways, the early press that SeaDo got mirrored Synanon's mainstream exposure, 
In reality, Sidhu developed a culture of violence, child abuse, and repression that mirrored Sinanon's own descent. But unlike Sinanon, torturing human beings only helped Sidhu grow. Now, I have my own personal connection to Sidhu. Patrick McKenna, the founder and owner of Monarch School, had been sent to Sidhu as a child. He loved it so much that he immediately took a job at Rocky Mountain Academy, Sidhu's Idaho campus, after graduating. He lifted their program wholesale when he started up the Monarch School, poaching several employees on his way out. The first time I heard the name Sidhu was out of Patrick's mouth when I was 14 years old. It was during the game. The Game is produced by Truanon. To hear the rest of the episode, subscribe at patreon.com slash trueanonpod.com.